Ten days after Ellie's funeral, stuff started happening around the house. Sounds seemed to come from Ellie's old room. They didn't really relent. So I thought, well, I'll just set up a camera, just, you know, I see anything. I looked back and there was footage of a figure moving across the hallway. This horrible place. Hello, horrible people, and welcome back to This Horrible Place, your weekly horror podcast with all the screams you could hope for. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are about to happen. My name's Caitlin. And my name's Jen. And we're your horrible hosts while you're visiting this horrible place. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to episode 70. 70. Ooh, what a nice little rounded number. I know, it's <laughs> lovely, isn't it? <laughs> this whole month, we are doing our Patreon Appreciation Month. So each week, one of our patrons chose a movie for us to talk about. Yes, each week this whole month we've done this. So this week is Louise's pick. So this is a special month, but every regular month in our podcast too, the last episode of every month is dedicated to our Patreon, whether they vote what video game or movie we discuss. They're very involved. Yeah, we have three tiers available to you. And the tier three horrible saviors is what gives you the most power Ooh. in the show. They're the patrons that have been featured this whole month and who have chosen saviors yes (laughs) and who have chosen our episodes so today our patron louise has chosen like mungo for us and we are so excited yes found footage if you want to get involved in our patreon go to www.patreon.com slash this horrible place and come join us here (laughs) but yeah like mungo i'm so excited about this she actually uh Um, told us about it recommended it to us we watched it and um so this is our second is this your second time or have you binged it like a million times this is my second time (laughs) okay i thought it might be another pie whacket situation no it's not a pie whacket situation i do really like this movie a lot but this one it takes more like it's a little bit more of like a slow like quiet like emotionally invested film i feel so it's like you really gotta be in the mood for it or like be reviewing it and excited to talk about it sort of thing you know what I mean so it's just like that that kind of thing of like it's very like sad and dark all the time I know (laughs) it's like like, I love that film I just like you gotta be in the mood yeah for (laughs) sure it's found footage and it basically like starts off with these haunting images of like like, ghostly figures or like people that aren't quite fully formed and they're looking they're kind of showing like like, different like seance photos maybe and stuff like that it's cool like over time yeah exactly (laughs) and then on the screen it's kind of like in december 2005 there was a certain event that skyrocketed this family to fame or something and you're like what what is that all about yeah there's a small victorian town of ararat and all this stuff and then there's also a voice that we don't know yet but it's also it's alice's voice talking about she's saying i feel something bad is going to happen to me and it's just like hasn't reached me yet kind of thing she's giving this whole tale about how she thinks that something is essentially like haunting her in a way or like it's hard to explain like what she's experiencing but it's just a voiceover and that's all we know so far exactly and then it goes like 21st of december 2005 it's an emergency call to the police station and it's june who's alice's mother Mm -hmm. just completely distraught 
lot. It's almost like inaudible for the most <sighs> yeah. part, but essentially they they register the call and they're like, "There's a missing girl. We need to get like search and rescue on location." Blah blah blah. Like they're just like sending out everybody that they need to the location, yeah. and then that's when we get splices of search and rescue looking News for her. Footage. Yes, all this stuff is happening because essentially the brother explains, um, Maddie Matthew, he explains that. He went in the water with her. He chose to get out before her. And she said, I'm just going to stay behind or whatever. And he assumed that she was just going to swim or whatever some more. And when he got to the shore, he like turned around or whatever. And she was essentially gone. And her towel was on the shore. So he's like, if she got out, that's the first thing that you would usually grab. Yeah. Um, Russell, we mean Russell Palmer, who's her dad. He's kind of like, where's Alice to Matthew? And like the water he said was still when he came around the corner, which is like, oh God. Yeah. And he kind of just called out for her or whatever, thinking that she was maybe just out of sight somewhere mm-hmm. of course because no one's immediately gonna assume the worst but then they just start to realize like fuck i know something's happened here yes she's gone and like we think that she's drowned essentially so that's when again like search and rescue is like here and like looking for her and everything like that and too. yeah it must have been so terrible like terrible so terrible to live through and then like they're basically sent home and just told like when we when we find something we'll call you. Like, yeah. When we find her body in the lake, basically. We'll, to let you and know. how crazy is this opening? Like I just it hooks you right away, especially when it comes to found footage, because it has those ghostly images. It it, it insinuates supernatural, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like says that something happened, and it makes that intrigue. And we also have news footage and clips, which I also love in found footage, just Me like too. that kind of background. And I don't know, it's just so cool to see different perspectives of the same event. Yeah. And then we meet the three family members, and like understand that something happened that day and you're like oh, oh, oh like you're just ready for it yeah like, like the, pause the grandparents also come over and like we yes. get to know them a little bit and they're talking about how they helped care for like the family members after this loss yeah. because it's obviously so devastating and, and there's stuff. like june and her mother are not very close there's this really weird relationship between them yeah they say that she essentially has just never been able to like give herself emotionally all the way over to june and she feels june was the same way to alice and that's why alice felt like yeah. she wasn't able to reach out for help when she was feeling troubled by something Exactly. Because they slowly start to learn that Alice had all of these kind of dark secrets that they didn't know about. Yeah. And it's just like, they think that maybe if she felt safer, she could reach out and ask for help. Yeah. And it's because they were not emotionally available enough and it's their fault. So they're just trying to like blame themselves mm-hmm. for her going missing and her having happened what happened to her. Exactly. They're trying to blame themselves for that and like essentially gain some form of closure in a way where like yeah. at least if there's someone to blame, then they can accept that and move on in a way. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the way that they t- choose to tell this story is just so subtle and really brilliant. And, like, basically she says, that June says the first night where she didn't know where her daughter was was awful. She was kind of standing in the doorway of Alice's room and her phone rang. And then the next clip they cut to is her boyfriend, Jason Whittle, who explains that, like, I didn't believe it at first and I called her cell. Just to, like, connect just those two see, scenes. Yeah. I'm like, he was like, yeah, I, I called just to say, just to see if they were like joking and be like, like if she's gonna answer her phone or not, right? And then once she, he called twice, and the mom was like, I was just too distraught to even yeah. like look at the phone or answer or yeah. do anything with it. So like, it I shows didn't like know. pictures of them as a couple and kind of like here and there shows the history. Earlier, it also showed home footage of the family at the beach when Alice yeah. was alive, like happy just times. before, yeah. yeah, just before yeah. she passed away or like disappeared or whatever mm-hmm. it was, right? And they they had all this footage and like that was really cool too because you just see her like 
living. But the whole time, something that I really like about Alice is that when you see her, she's never really just like happy, upbeat. She's just always there and existing. And like, she might have a smile on her face, but you can tell like something's always bothering her in those yeah. scenes. And I really like that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it adds a lot of mystery. Like her acting was really good in that too. And then yeah. we also meet Kim Whittle, who's one of her friends and I guess her boyfriend's sister. So they're kind of like a little friend group and whatever. And she was just like, I was shocked when I found out and blah, blah, blah. And um, then it also cuts to the dad being interviewed and he explains how he like leaves the porch light on. He's like, yeah. in case she like comes home, I guess, which is like so sad. Yeah, it's just so sad. He's like, just in case, like, you know, she maybe she'll walk home and like find that the light's on and we were waiting for her and like know that we can just like yeah. leave her in the lake. <laughs> like, oh aw. my God, it's crazy. Aw. And they talk about how it's like Christmas time because it was the 21st of December when it happened, right? Yeah. So, like, imagine and that Christmas. 24th of December at 9 p.m., like, 9.25 or something. They find her body yes. and get in touch with the family. And then they ask them to come down and to ID her, which I thought this was a little bit weird because I thought... I don't know for sure, but I feel like they would actually take the body to, like, the morgue and then have you come there to ID it. It seems it's weird true. to go on it's, site. That's actually very true. I was just thinking about that. I was just like, maybe it's, like, a small towny thing. And, like, because it was a small Victorian town, so maybe they just all know each other and, like, just come on down to the bridge. This is where we found her. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. that is actually really true. I didn't think about that. But yeah, anyway, so they... June stays in the car. She just she couldn't can't. see yeah. her daughter in that state, rightfully so. Didn't want to remember her like that. Yeah, and this is such a good, like, underwater corpse bloated corpse look thing. So I just good. loved it. Dad walks over and you just see like a snapshot of what this girl looks like. like after through the police the photo lens, basically like the flashes, like boom, boom, like so horrific. Her eye is almost like melty on one side. Yeah, her mouth is just gaping just, like, open. Gaping. She's waterlogged. Right, yes. It's like, oh, ugh, so gross, but so good. Yeah. And then it kind of flashes to like the body identification papers and like his signature and just shows like the paperwork. Saying essentially he, he agrees yeah, that he this, says is this is his daughter. daughter. And, like, he's going to, like, allow this body to go to, like, the coroner yeah. to be processed for, like, funeral, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, yep, totally. And they, they and said, like, this really crazy line because this movie in a lot of ways deals with grief and coping and just really different, deep, dark themes. And this line, um, I think it's the grandma. She says it was very strange, like, gathering there for Christmas while Alice lay down in a morgue. It's by like herself. By yeah. herself. It's like one of your fans. Like, it's just, oh, my gosh. It was just that that line really like like hits you well, of course, <laughs> yeah like if a corpse of your loved one is found on christmas eve like that's gonna ruin christmas for the rest of your life <sighs> like that day forever will be haunted that's for so you like true. it's yes. just that's the, the worst the one thing i really like about this movie and it's hard to nail especially kind of in found footage is like the pacing they don't linger for a long time on something they do at certain points and it's so effective but then they cut to something like the news clips like just right now actually mm-hmm. Where we are, um, the music is like so effective. It kind of like lets you sit in that line, and then it goes to the news clips and propels the story. Like the pacing is is amazing. It's very enjoyable to watch this movie and like ride through this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the police on the news clips are saying like they found the body in the lake and it's been yeah. yeah so they're, they're showing like funeral clips and that, and that too, like saying like all the bodies being processed and this and that and like families grieving left behind by blah blah blah. Yeah. And just like whatever. So and then like cuts to like dad talkings saying that like um, 20 days after the funeral around January 15th noises and stuff started happening around the house oh my and like God. other women oh sorry what's this say sorry? Sorry, 
Oh yeah, so um, the pastor from their church started to visit their home to make sure that the family was okay, and especially Matthew, who was really close with Alice, her brother. Um, and she said that as soon as you stepped in there, you could feel how dark the house was. Like the energy was just so heavy there, and she felt like she wanted to like leave. Like mm-hmm. she had a bad feeling in her gut, and. It's just really interesting that even someone who goes into the situation completely blind is just like in that home. I feel Do only f- negativity and like yeah. darkness. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Like, is it Alice or is it like a grieving family? You'd kind of be like, is it just because they're all? So I think sad? it's Alice because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the same energy that was there the whole time because Alice was still uh, like not at rest or not yes. at peace for everything. Right? Yes. So she was just still in that home, and the family was just grieving and probably just assume they mm-hmm. feel it because they're sad. But, but as the pastor, you'd like, be like, is this is this that or is it? Yeah, just- I know. It's true. <laughs> It's true, you yeah. would. You'd probably just yeah. think, okay, they're grieving, but I don't know. She said, like, just in her gut, she was like, something was, like, not something right here. Is. Like, yeah, And, like, like apparently the door slams, and there's noises heard from her room, and even when they, like, resealed and rehung and, like, fixed the hinges on the door, like, it still would do these crazy fucking things. Yeah. Unexplained. Unex- <laughs> I really don't want to attempt to say that word. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> I just, I knew that I would just struggle with it right now because <laughs> that's what you're here for. <laughs> oh, never a dull moment. Um, so June is having crazy reoccurring nightmares. Yeah. And Alice is like still dripping from the water and she yeah. stands at she, the she end like of her bed. She walks into her room and stands there and stares at them while she's sleeping. And she just like can't like move or whatever. And yeah. this is happening the whole time. Oh my god, that would just be the worst fucking nightmare right? ever. Oh my um, god. And then she said she started just like going for walks late at night because she couldn't sleep anymore at nighttime. She was just like restless. And then she was kind of like in this disoriented state where she said she started going into other people's houses and stuff <laughs> because she just thought. <laughs> I totally get this though. Like imagine being so crazy and sleep yeah. deprived and you just aren't thinking straight. She was like, I just wanted to live in other people's lives for a while. And I was like, you know, it's a weird way to go about it, but I totally get like I know. doing that from such a crazy stress standpoint. Like you're, one of your children is dead and then like you also just like are not sleeping yeah, at all. But I just love like the moment because you're like, you're with her and you're nodding along with her. She's like, I'm having these nightmares. You're like, yeah. She's like, I'm grieving. Like, it's really tough. You're like, yeah. She's like, I find myself just breaking into people's house. You're like, no. It's abrupt. <laughs> it is very abrupt. I'll give you it's that. Like, you should not. That's that's breaking and entering. I don't know. It's just so funny. I, know, I was, laughed. It was like a, a weird thing and I just, I do try to think about it from like a very deeply analytical, psychological <laughs> yes, standpoint of like right. if you were crazy enough of course you might do something to try and just like pretend you're someone else yeah. like people I do things to, to disassociate all the time life. she was like yeah she was just saying like I literally wanted to be somewhere else and pretend like I wasn't like me anymore yeah it's, it's true it's similar to like the experience of like not wanting to exist mm-hmm. like you just like it's not that you want to be dead it's just you don't want to exist anymore yeah and so her house thing. has this like energy too so she kind of wants to like stand in someone else's kitchen where like children were running through joyfully yeah, there's, all day like, and... happy like little family <laughs> energy in there yeah, yeah. she doesn't have that anymore i know <laughs> so she's just sad it's true. And, like, i, get, I do get crazy. it but it's i know it's jarring. Just, it was like when she said it the first time i was just like what <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> Oh my god, June. June, 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 June. Um, And then it cuts to a co-worker of Russell's, and he went back to work just, like, as normal. His friend was kind of, like, concerned with how quickly he just, like, picked things up and wanted to just get back to work and put his head down. Um, And then the dad is explaining that in late February he heard a noise coming from Allie's room, and so he goes in, and he just kind of, like, sits in the chair, because I don't think he's actually, like, been in there much. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of, like, one of those moments where he's like, you know what? I'm just going to 
gonna go in there. Yeah. This was so intense. I know. I love this. Oh my god. <sighs> he says Allie walked in. She like sharpened her pencil, checked a text Didn't message know on I was her there. phone. Yeah. Like at all. Had no idea that I was just standing there. It seemed to just go about her day. But then he's like, my shoe squeaked I must or have something. Moved. I moved or made a noise, and she heard me. She went rigid, Ooh. and I was just like, ew. I know. Ew. What do you mean? The and writing in this is she like she just like turns. I knew she knew I was there. Yeah, and then fucking attacks him. And he just, she's like, get out, get out, get out, or whatever. And just like, he just fucking said that he just like ran out of the room and like crumbled on the floor. It cuts to June saying that she found him crumbled on the floor. Like like, crying crying. his eyes out like a fucking baby. She said, like, he just like lost his mind. That, him explaining that gave me chills. And then Andrew was also like, uh, or sorry, not Andrew, Matthew. Their son was also saying, like, my dad's not the kind of guy who believes in ghosts and stuff. He doesn't make stuff up, he doesn't lie about things for attention. Like, if he says that he saw something, he saw mm-hmm. something. We just don't know what it was. Yeah, like, it's true. I love that. There was, like, that moment of just, like, a guy who's, like, he's still being, like, I don't know if ghosts exist, but I saw my daughter in that room that day kind of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. that happened. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then I can't remember who exactly said it, but they said, like, I'm really worried about Matthew. Like, he's spending a lot of time alone. I think it might have been the grandma. It was the pastor. The pastor. Yeah. yeah. The, he's, the like, um, oh, yeah, because they had this, like, friendship. And then there's also a doctor that comes on and explains, like, there's these bruises on his body. Yeah, all of a sudden, Matthew's body is in various stages of, like, aggressive bruising around his joints Mm -hmm. and, like, all over his chest, his back, his legs, like, everywhere. I would think, immediately, you'd think that he's being abused by his family for, like, almost in a way surviving his sister. That's so true. It could totally be a thing where people just get so stressed and, like, the mother's not sleeping. She's obviously, like, kind of losing her mind a little bit, so she could easily... I'm actually surprised now, talking about this, that it didn't go any, like, further, because the doctor's just, like, the bruises disappeared. They just disappeared. Fine. I, know, <laughs> I, I made a note about that too because yeah. I was literally like uh, probably like figure this out mm-hmm. <laughs> like bruises it's don't just little... appear and then, yeah. figure, then resolve themselves that it's doesn't true. make any sense it seemed like it, like a small and if there was some like on his like ba- or somewhere he could I don't know you can kind of reach everywhere but yeah anyways it's crazy yeah. and then we meet um, one of Matt's friends uh, something Wilkie I can't remember his first name but anyways um and it also tells us a little bit more about Matt. He's into photography. He works as like a photographer's assistant with this guy named Clive Roy and like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And he began pursuing photography as like an obsession almost with dealing with his grief. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they said that he became obsessed with. Yes, yeah. And we later learned that it's because he developed a skill set that he could later use. And it's just really interesting that... Yeah. So he's like really into his photography and videography as well. Mm-hmm. And he started doing little projects like he was taking pictures every every day for a year of the exact same shot of their backyard yeah. just to see it in different forms. And every day for a year there was nothing in the photo, nothing in the photo, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden one day in the photo it looked like Alice was standing along their backyard fence. Oh my God, it's so creepy. And you just see that and you're like... What's she doing? Because it's kind of like by a tree. And at first you think her sweater, her dark sweater is like part of the tree or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, those are legs. Oh my God, that's her creepy ass white face. Oh my God. It's Alice in the backyard chilling. <laughs> or just like creeping. Right? She's creepy. <laughs> it is so creepy. <laughs> oh. And then you start to see in other photos that he's taken that she's been kind of like here and there and background and this mm-hmm. and that and whatever. And like they just didn't really know that yes. until now when they started looking for her. And he's like, it kind of gave us something to focus on so the family kind of became a little bit obsessed and then there was also like um some guy by the lake that saw like something like the they saw 
saw someone in the background of their video yeah, when yeah, they yeah. were filming one day. And it was the same day that the son was there who also captured something on the beach. So they were thinking, oh, maybe in our video, we also saw her ghost mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Because that's what it was like in his video. He th- like she showed up or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, but it turned out to just be Matthew at the beach himself. And he was just doing his thing. I don't even know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then this couple realized, like, that's who it was, and it wasn't the sister that they saw and whatever Exactly. Else. So it was just, like, whatever. But, like, through fluke. Matthew's pictures, it, like, when it interviews June, she's like, I just became convinced that Alice was still alive. Yeah. She never saw she the body. Because, she, yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. That's what her husband said, is that I had the closure because I saw her body, but June didn't see it, so she just had nothing to, but, like, rest yeah. on. And but, it's like... like, now that June keeps, like, saying this obsessing over it Russell is like did I did like did I actually think it was her or did I just like were the circumstances so compelling because it's the same lake and it's a small like you know what I mean yeah. like you would just be like for sure it's her who else would it be like obviously it looked very different right because she was just like waterlogged yeah waterlogged yeah. like yes female yes dark hair and whatever but she really didn't look like herself and it's like yeah so they end up exhuming the body I and know. doing a DNA test. Oh. And like, he was devastated all over again. He's like, I didn't realize how much I had invested in, oh my God, why am I choking over right It's <laughs> a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's like so about to cry. Sad. But he's like, I didn't realize how much I invested in her possibly, it possibly not being her. Cause when it came back and the DNA proved that it was her, they like had to grieve her all over again, basically. Yeah. Oh. But at least this time the mom knows for sure that is her daughter in the casket daughter is now in the ground resting that's yes. where she is yeah. so you don't need to like go and back to that yeah and <laughs> so it shows like probably, childhood videos yeah. and photos because at this point like for the viewer too it's like she's for sure dead I guess I, I don't know, Do I, you know I knew what? she was like but... I know that they just assumed probably her cause of death was drowning but I still as a parent would need an autopsy how was the water still if someone was drowning, well, if they stopped thrashing, they just stopped I know, thrashing. but like how long ago, like if it seems like the way they told it that like Matthew came around a corner and then they're kind of like, where's your sister? I don't know how much time, like, I don't know. I don't know. And you'd think there'd be screaming if someone's drowned. Like, that's why I'm like, is she pulled under by her that's ghost of I herself? Like. Right? She probably went under. Oh, like, I got, far, I dropped too far, far ahead. Under. No, Oopsies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she was reburied in uh, June and then the mom kind of says like the question remains like who was in those photos and it's like dun 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 and so Matt, we go through yeah. old photos and footage of when Alice was alive we kind of just see little snippets here and there mm-hmm. of her like just living and like being like with her like brother dancing. when they're young and stuff yeah. yeah dancing and like things like that just like living yeah <laughs> yeah and Matthew sets up a camera in the house yeah he says he's hearing noises so he's like okay let's just like set up some cameras we'll see if we catch anything whatever yeah the very first night <laughs> he ends up getting this figure walking across their front entrance and it's very shadowy and creepy and right? just like the first time I saw it it's like the first night I was like no no I would be I leaving this house I'd be gone I'd, be, so, I'd be running the fuck out the other way like ugh it like glo- it goes so slowly and oh it's just on such a mission I took to the front door I kind of hate it it was really I'm chilling so fucking creepy yeah yeah <laughs> and so at this point the mom is just like hey 
I need to get some help here. And she knows there's this guy who talks on the radio like Ray Moody. He's like, radio announcer, psychic, call me and I'll tell you about your deceased loved ones. He's like one of these people too who's not like, I will tell you your future. But he's more like, let me hold your hand and walk you through your grieving process and tell you a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, Yeah. he's just very like, very country, very like, Would you like Ray? Like soul scale movie? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, Ray was all right. Yeah. He wasn't like, I've seen like shows with like self proclaimed mediums on them before and the, the mediums themselves can be pretty obnoxious so for a movie medium he was all right yeah i think that like i uh, will get there I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna jump too ahead but i'll no, get back to ray yeah, i just we'll don't want... yeah. um but yeah so she ends up uh, cause, calling him in and she visit asked him to visit her home and wants to just like go through the whole situation with him and blah 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 yeah um and then mom and ray meet and record a session on june 15th 2006 yeah and she describes this vision in detail he's like okay i want you to like close your eyes and i'm gonna walk you through this guided meditation yes. essentially like go into your house tell me what you see so she's like i'm walking outside my my house is white. I go in the front door. I'm going down the hallway. Allie's room is here. Yeah. I go into her bedroom and she seems really just like scared and creeped out like the whole time. And like you see little shots of kind of like what she's seeing in her mind like through her house and it's all very shadowy and cool. Yeah. Like, and she's like Alice's sneakers are outside of her room. Like she always used to leave them there kind of insinuating that like Alice is inside. Like I don't know. It's just like kind of an interesting detail. And yeah. then he's like go inside her room like open the door mm-hmm. and she's like I'm going inside her room. Alice is sitting in the, in the wicker chair at the end of her bed and it's kind of cool because it pans from the bed around the room and it's very shadowy again into the chair and the chair's empty and but she can she's saying she's seeing her there and that's like creepy as and fuck. she's like she looks sad yeah she does say she looks sad which is like oh there's so many moments where i literally get like goosebumps in this because it's like it's so it's just so well done it's really scary and like intense i don't want to be is. in alice's it's room a, right now it's emotionally investing <laughs> yes it is that is so that's such a good way to put it um and then the husband um russell ends up meeting ray as well ray suggests that they do a seance yeah and they bring the priest in to do the seance as well just so it's kind of very like godly and like safe and whatever mm-hmm. else so they film it the seance and they end up getting like essentially nothing yeah um, they go out for an hour. And it's yeah, like, hey, there's like whatever. nothing's happening, no reaction or anything. Um, but Matthew went through the footage and he says that he found Alice in the footage. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. So creepy. She's like off behind, like down the hall almost, like in the corner, like around the corner from them. Like none of them could in, see like, her mirror, from where she is. Yeah. Reflected. I think it's it was. Like, really yeah. like hard to tell, actually. Like I don't know how you could possibly tell from that footage what you're yeah. looking at unless someone told you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then uh, the female pastor ends up saying that she's like kind of speculating, like, sorry, skeptical about Ray. Um, with like the whole community seems to be kind of just like they don't really know he's if they praying believe him. on him. Yeah, 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 like they seem like he is just preying on grieving families, which some people do do yeah, that for like true. money. So it's just like unfortunate. They're like, we don't really like trust him around here, basically, yes. and like we just want to make sure this family is like okay. Yeah, and then they actually end up setting cameras up all over the house, and I'm like, yes, I love this shit. Yeah, I love this shit when it's like bedroom cam one, kitchen cam. Like I just it's my favorite kind of. <laughs> so cool you're gonna catch ghosts when they don't know that you just see them (laughs) there's something about it um and yeah so this is when they kind of like go over that withers video that the couple found they realized that it was actually matthew in the background of it and then also in these like all of these uh videos that we're seeing from the house we're seeing alice all over the place like Mm -hmm. she's in the hallway she's in her mirror in her bedroom and stuff like that and later on we eventually find out matthew just like straight up confesses yeah 
that he has been editing these videos to try and because he didn't want to lie something. to his dad. His dad was like, "What was going on? Why are we wearing Alice's jacket?" Like I don't know. He was he was doing some crazy stuff, and he's just like, "I doctored all the photos." Yeah, he's like, "Sorry, I just wanted mom to like have something to anchor onto because she had nothing and she was just going crazy." <sighs> and I'm like, "That's not the right it's choice, brutal. man." And this and kind like, of like sucks because I really liked all those like photos and they gave me chills and stuff. So I'm kind of like, "Oh man, I kind of wanted those." I to know be real. it was bittersweet when they show you how they do it, but at the same time it was also just like okay well it's an interesting part of the plot to have a real thing going on and also this other thing that's like being faked the whole time so yeah, it's just making it's even more disbelief into the real thing exactly. right and that's, it's that's what it's yep. happening is like fueling you're that. right and, and like, i'm just like whoa <laughs> how he does it is he puts the found he puts his like home videos on a tv and then has some kind of mirror reflecting her yeah face, so essentially just like the tv will be the cutout like the mirror, like the mirror will reflect the, what's playing on the TV. Yeah, so but you can't see the edges of the TV or anything. So it looks like Alice is just creeping. Oh, and then like from all this, too, people get really interested in the story. The family's like struggling even more. This poor family's been going. Yeah, through Yeah, so because the much. mom also like says at one point she's like, I honestly can't tell you like what Matthew was thinking, and like I don't know if I believe his reasons for doing what he did. But like she's essentially you can tell just like very like disappointed and upset with him for doing what he did because it mm-hmm. just broke her heart all over again I think to like have any hope at all yeah. and then like, once again it's ripped from her and you're just like this woman can't catch a break I know she needs to go vacation in yeah. Hawaii for like a few months I know just, but like, instead like Matthew goes on a little vacation and goes with Ray on his little like tour around I don't even know and he this is when he's like I really realized that I like I missed her like getting out of the house and kind of like going just really missed his her. sister yeah, yeah they used to hang out all the time and like do stuff together so all the time so it's like sibling footage now and you're like grabbing your tissue box (laughs) um but then this is crazy because matthew was away so he leaves cameras running two of them up in the house and he's like okay well it'll only get like a day and a half of footage we're gone for like two or three days but like whatever we'll just like watch what we get kind of thing and then we end up getting a real recording of fucking ghost Alice. And this is How the cool scariest is fucking creepy ass shit. I know. In the universe. She is like standing over the bed, just looking down at them. And it's just like what the mom it's described. It's just like what the mom described. And it's also just vision. like something a little bit later too that Alice describes before she dies. There's so many cool layers to this. I know. They the must layer. have like sat there and like mapped this shit out and connected the scene. Like there so much work and passion went into this movie and you can tell and it's really amazing. Yeah. Um, and it? it couldn't have been Matthew because he was away. Crazy. And that's what they were saying. They were like we looked at the footage raw. Like we literally came home and started looking at it. So like there was no time for him to just like doctor it and, and it do even, shit like, to it. it does almost a jump scare situation because it goes back like it asks people like do you believe in ghosts and whatever and then it goes back to the alice picture and like so close up I of know. just her face and i'm it's like, like uh. and like she just like moved towards the camera and then her face was just like eyes there and you're just like uh, it's very like grudge-esque you know like the eyes thing ew, mm-hmm. ew. yeah and, and then, then mom is obsessed again with all of the footage starts going through everything all over again all of the stuff that has not been doctored and we learn about this fucking gross ass neighbor who's in their goddamn house 
what during one of the recording times they see her see this man in Alice's room yeah. crouched hiding behind chairs and shit. Yeah. First of all, why the fuck is there a man your neighbor in your house? Yeah. Oh my god, I would be horrified. <laughs> well, June does that shit, but no, I know what you Seriously, mean. Seriously, yeah. I just imagine <laughs> the idea that you're home and there is a person in your house with you that you don't know about being there. I That's just hate happened that. to me um, when I was like <laughs> fourteen or something. Someone broke into our house and like put their finger and through the screens and like took the screen off and like I guess the window was kind of open so they pried the rest open and then my mom's purse was like on the kitchen table and they just like stole that and I guess dipped back out the window we were all upstairs sleeping when that happened but we think it was probably like a kid because they left things in there that they could have charged like they left like visa they took the cash but they left things that they probably could have like charged like it was not a very we found the purse like a a block away and like they only took I don't know it was just random so we're like maybe but still very unsettling yeah it's really scary it was not fun by any means you're like oh you just get so uncomfortable thinking someone was a stranger was in my house when I was sleeping upstairs yeah you think you're just like safe like you hope that you're protected at most when you're sleeping exactly so So we come to learn that the neighbor and his I guess wife they kind of have a really nice backyard too so a lot of like the kids would like go over to their pool and stuff and there's a video of that couple and like a threesome with Alice and she's 16 years old that seems really odd to me is that like yes she is in the tape and later on they're talking about how like oh like they say like that these these neighbors lawyer is saying that if you bring them to court they're going to be able to say the sex was consensual and like get off from the charges or whatever but it looked to me like in the tape she was like wiping tears from her face oh really i didn't like she was like crying Hmm. and probably like scared and maybe just doing it for like money or something i don't know what it's hard to read because it's it is really they don't show it for too long either like yeah it was kind of like not the best footage like like quality quality. it was not great (laughs) and then like they blur out the actual sex and like you can't tell if it is like seems consensual or not but to me it did not seem consensual it seemed like she kind of agreed to be there against her will yeah. like do this or and else felt like this. trapped and she's like oh and like th- i think the reason obviously she took the tape was because like it was blackmail against her like mm-hmm. if they have that tape they can you be for like sure. do anything i say or else i'll release this to your friends and family exactly. and your life but now they're freaking out because she's dead and the tape is in her fucking room and the police are gonna search like and i don't know they're gonna investigate and they're just so that's yeah. why he's there out of such desperation to try and get it back but they end up fleeing town they just like peace the scene yeah this the neighbors just disappear when they realize probably what has like happened yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's just so fucking gross and this about. is also when uh, June is looking through some of Alice's stuff and she finds Ray's business card. Taped inside of her one of her journals. She says it's July 12th, 2005. And she also ended up meeting with Ray. And Ray actually recognized that this was her mother upon meeting her and withheld the information that he had met with Alice yeah. before. So and he betrayed. says that he claimed to do this because it would further like hurt them to know the information that he already had like by like being like oh i already know alice and i've talked to her though they'd be all like what like you talked to her already blah, 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 blah. tell me everything right and i i kind of agree with him that like if they knew too much about alice going into 
like what they needed to try and find themselves, yeah. it would spoil their own results. Like they wouldn't get to the same place because and it's they'd be also, focused on the wrong things. Yeah, exactly. It's really scary to think that she was even like she was struggling with things that one they didn't know about, and then now it's just like all coming. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. It's really it would be more devastating for them to know that she was like I feel like something's after me before she dies. Like oh, because yeah. oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was so scary too, and like. Um, essentially we end up seeing the tape of Ray and Alice talking together. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like, can you interpret dreams? Like, and he's like, yeah, sometimes she's like, how do you feel? He's like, how do you feel after dreams? She's like scared. And he's like, okay, well like, okay, let's like talk more about that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is when I think she tells him about the dream that she had where she was standing over her parents' bed. She said she was wet and cold. She walks up to the end of the bed realized there was nothing that they could do anymore for her she felt like complete despair and emptiness and loneliness basically she started to cry she said she's never felt more alone and that something was definitely wrong with her and she couldn't understand what she was feeling or experiencing but she was just like looking at her mom at the end of her bed just like how her mom describes again in that guided meditation with ray years later i know which is even fucking creepy oh that is so crazy but um first it also explains that alice went to camp with a bunch of her friends or like i don't know lake mungo they went to the lake mungo and she and her mom was kind of like i remember it well because she came home with like no phone her favorite bracelet she had a good time she didn't mention anything being out of order basically she was like it just seemed like it was a good weekend and she just got like a little crazy and yeah. lost her phone <laughs> like, and we see some fitted footage footage <laughs> on kim's phone um her friend and all the other girls at this like camping trip look so happy so like drunk they're just like woo! lake party mungo is the shit yeah every girl's yeah. just like having a fucking toga party up yes this bitch. <laughs> and she like is kind of in the background you barely can see her she's kneeling like in the bottom of the frame bare like there she's like i couldn't tell what they were doing she was doing it first but she was burying something yeah they said we watched the footage like over and over and over and realized like she's burying something there and like that's what she's doing like they show other footage of her being really like noticeably upset and yeah. distraught she's crying and kind of just like m- rambling things on and whatever and they're yeah. just like what's wrong with you and she's just like frantic she doesn't know what to do with herself and we just don't really know yeah what's going on with alice at this point why she's doing this like weird burying yeah thing. Like, and what's they also happening? they have kim kind of because obviously they needed the perspective of like someone that was there night, that night like was she weird she's like i knew she lost her phone and i knew she was like kind of upset and she walked off by herself at a certain point like i don't know yeah and um the parents decide to go to lake mungo and they're like okay hey, we don't want to do this during the day and like rise suspicion or tourists yeah there's like lots of people it. that go to this place yeah. and like obviously if they start digging people are gonna be like oh what's going on here blah, blah, blah. so they decided to go at night which is like creepy as fuck yeah and they're like we kind of know like yeah the tree in the area where she buried stuff based on the video footage we've yeah. seen so like we got to go and freaking try and see find what's going where on she's there, there. Yeah. and this is when they find a plastic bag after a bit of digging and then inside the bag it's her old phone her rings her watch some of her other like belongings and it's just like all of these really like personal private items yes connected together in this one package that her family is just like what the fuck i know they're just like what the fuck so they end up 
recharging the phone when they get home kind of thing and like immediately trying to figure out what the hell she may have seen yes, or whatever exactly. experience. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it kind of cuts back to like the interview with Ray. Like, are you scared of dying? And she's kind of like, of course isn't I am. Everybody, like, isn't everybody? Yeah. She's like, I feel like something bad is going to happen to me. And, and it just hasn't happened yet. Yes. But it's coming. And, and I can feel it coming towards me and whatever. Just oh like creepy God, yeah. shit. And then we're splicing this in with, with Lake evidence. Mungo like footage from Alice's phone and she essentially this is when she's run off by herself from the group but she's filming and she's just filming out into a field and you kind of just see something at a distance like form and you're like what the fuck is that Mm -hmm. and you just don't really know what it is and it's kind of getting bigger and bigger and closer and closer and you're like what is that what is that what is that what is that I know and it gets so close and then you realize it's a person and you realize the person is not walking or running or whatever it's fucking floating like like Atorado's level being pulled into the wall towards you Mm -hmm. grossness Mm -hmm. and then it gets close up to the fucking camera and it's her goddamn face it's It's her own face it's Alice yeah (laughs) it's her face and the throat is like slit I think and her face is like bruised and gross and just creepy as fuck yeah. and it just floats towards her and she freaks the fuck out obviously runs away and then this is when she buries everything that yeah. she has and I think that she buried everything like her rings and her watch and shit to further confirm that was her stuff there and like you need to watch this phone footage this is like my shit yes. to like protect it because I don't think I think she knew her time was like up and that yeah. no one will believe her. It is so crazy. Oh my God, it's intense. And it looks, the face that came towards her looks like her corpse. Exactly. Yeah. Same, like, sunken eye on that mouth. side. Gaping mouth. Just crazy And, like, I, like their, her family's basically like, I think she saw a ghost. I think she recorded the future coming to get her. Yeah, she said, I, she, I was convinced that Alice knew she was going to die. Yeah. Like, I just I just think that that's what she knew yeah. was going to happen. She saw her own death coming towards her. Mm-hmm. And she knew that. And, like, her brother was saying that, too. Like, yeah, I think that she did, like, record the future evidence coming yeah. together. And, like, shit's happening here. Yeah. And June says that when they got home from Lake Mungo, like, the house felt calm. She kind of felt like Alice wanted her to know, like, who she was and kind of what happened before her spirit could, like, leave and move on or whatever. Yeah. And they started, like, feeling like a family again, which is honestly, like, so heartwarming because this family's been through so much and, like... Like, uh, pointing yeah. fingers too. And this and... is too, like, so after they did go to, like, Mungo when they came home, that's when the neighbors had moved out over the weekend. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, they knew that they were gone for a couple of days and just literally took the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. It's crazy. So and crazy. Ray uh, visits. He just, like, was in the area and they kind of, like, become friends again, which is nice yeah. because they're both, like, lo- lonely in a way and, like, they become companions, which is nice. Like, this movie is so cool because it deals with such themes like grief loss coping denial like doing crazy things because you're so like but it's also horror because those scenes and the ghosts like it's just so cool um so they're moving out of their house soon because they kind of just feel like it's time like the bed walking by her bedroom yeah Yeah, exactly it would be so crazy and it cuts back to like june and ray in one of their sessions that's recorded and this is so crazy so cool because alice's session was recorded before she died Mm -hmm. and this session with june was recorded after she died but they are in like the same hypnotic realm yes because as they're talking like when alice is in the room she's like someone's there i think someone's coming down the hall she's like it's my mom and then she's like i don't think she knows that i'm here and then he asks his like asks june like it, what do you see in Alice's room? And she's like, Alice isn't here. Yeah. 
and then, then she ends up turning and leaving and alice is like she's going now she's leaving the room and she's gone. gone so creative and then we see the family photo of just the three of them before they leave and in the background in the window you see alice there oh my god so crazy so crazy and then there's like these creepy photos in the um credits as well kind of hiding in there like honestly it ugh, this was so creative this movie that's like the I best know. word i can think I of to say it so good like it's not just another found footage ghost movie of like oh there's ghosts and paranormal things happening here there's like so many layers to the idea of like your own corpse haunting you I know. I hate that. And so this much. this last How little nugget you don't. of like hypnotic connection and them being in the same realm and I interacting know. with each other in different it's times almost entirely. Almost like astral projection on a whole other level of like just like lucidness, yes. <laughs> lucidity. Lucidness. It blows my mind. Anyway, yeah, just fucking so cool. When I when I found out that was the twist, I'm like, what? Oh, and one yes. of the one of the images, one of the creepy ones in the credits too, was like Alice in the backyard, but not where he doctored the photo. It was almost like on a bench seat in the in like to the right of the backyard and she looked like this time she was just chilling remember last time i'm like alice was creeping it yeah this time she looks like she's just like relaxing in the backyard as like her ghost self just like looking at the camera aware of it and just oh it's so i have chills actually <laughs> and he brought us i know um but what i i am going to just go ahead and give All this right. a five yeah because oh, yeah, it's I'm hard to pull five. off found footage like this and there were so many little like creative things they did to one connect the clips and like layers of it you're like wow none of that was real but then they do give us ghost footage and i'm just like on this roller coaster with them strapping in i'm like crying because it's poor man i'm just all over the place and i'm I invested know. <laughs> it's a very great film like i do i do love the whole thing of it and like the only reason like i said that i don't just like watch it over and over like i do with some films i just love is just because the tone of it is so Dark, sad. sad and like yes. you kind of do also have to be paying attention fully all the time like and be into the story mm-hmm. And like I've just got this in my system again and I feel good for a bit, you know? Yeah. What are your what's your stab rating for this one? <laughs> my stab rating is five as well. Oh, yeah. Yes, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Five, yeah. Cool. It's definitely like an awesome found footage film. Um and Australian horror too, which is like they're up there for like really creepy dark stuff as like with Spanish horror. Yeah. For sure. They try and push boundaries and I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Thank you so much, Louise, for bringing this into our lives. Yeah, thank you, Louise. Yeah, and we're excited for Spencer's pick next week too. We're doing spookies. <laughs> <laughs> it should be really, really, really fun. <laughs> yeah. So come back Wednesday at 6 for our next episode. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are happening here. I feel like something bad is going to happen to me. It hasn't reached me yet, but it's on its way. Family and friends the normally tranquil setting of Ararat's Alice, Alice knew she was going to die. This. 